On Wednesday, September 13, 1995, from 10 p.m. to midnight, the first night of La Peña at the Old Town School of Folk Music opened with a double flamenco guitar and dance night, featuring Manteca Colora with Old Town School instructors Maria Gitana and Hector Fernandez, with special guest guitarist Tomás de Utrera and dancer Juan El Polaco. The night closed at midnight with rumba flamenca group Montage, led by guitarist Tom Kimball. Yes, La Peña ran from 10 p.m. to midnight at 909 West Armitage until 1998. Typically, the night would open up with an open mic. The ad read, La Peña at the Old Town School will feature a different style of Latin music each week with teachers, students, local bands, and you. These are not formal concerts. You might sit in with the band or join in the open mic sessions. Everyone is welcome to share music, read some poetry, dance, or simply listen. See you on Wednesday nights. That's another excerpt from the Musica Latina in La Old Town School Bulletin. By the end of the 1980s, the Old Town School was saved from the brink of extinction. It was a time of enormous change, change that was at times uncomfortable. The school went through a sort of existential crisis, ultimately coming to the conclusion that it had to adapt in order to survive, down to the core of the very way they defined folk music. I think maybe one of the more important things that, that we did was broadening the school's vision to include world music. And that was a very intentional move on my part, basically in my second year. That's former Old Town School director Jim Hirsch. We started doing a, a festival of Latin music um, every year. And that started in 1983, one year after I began. And that was my attempt to, again, broaden the tent, you know, make folk music more relevant to more people. But also I really firmly believed that if we brought, you know, diverse groups of people together to celebrate one another's, you know, musical and cultural tradition, it would just make the city a better place to live. So we started doing very intentional outreach to the Latino community and the African-American community. We began our first diversity initiative, and it really changed the face of Old Town. I was a diversifier. That's Juan Diaz. My work was to work with everybody. Um, I did work with, uh, you know, client services at the front desk when they were hiring a new person, and that didn't happen very often. As you know, when someone comes to work for the Old Town School, they stay for years, they, uh, you know. <laughs> and uh, whenever there was a little turnover, I would, you know, try to say, why don't we get someone who speaks Spanish, you know, to be at the front desk. Like, well, they have to be as good as everybody else, you know. It's a fair competition, you know. Uh, you know, I would be, you know, struggling. With people over the classes, you know, we, we would be beginning a class in uh, in Spanish or with Latin. In the, and initially, the registrations were not as large. Uh, there was high demand for Guitar One classes and not enough rooms, you know. So I really had to fight for a class that would have like six students, you know, because we were just starting it up, you know. So and and I would get support from Michael Miles and and uh, from Jim Hirsch because they they knew that that was the vision. Uh, to diversify the school. Their, their vision was to, for the demographics of this school to reflect exactly what the demographics of the city are. That was the ultimate goal. 
Uh, and it's not that anyone, you know, like non-white people were being driven out of here or that were not, people were not warm and welcome to them, but there was, they were not being invited or they didn't think this place was relevant to them. That was a big, we talked about relevance a lot. Old Town School of Folk Music is like, you know, not even my white friends are into folk music, you know, what, what's going on? So we, we were, uh, at one point they told us, we ran some focus groups uh, studies. I don't know if there still might be in the archives, but it was really interesting that uh, some people had never heard of the school. They didn't think there would be anything of interest uh, at the school. It's not like that was appealing to them. So we just wanted to offer some sampling opportunities so people would just walk in through the door and say like, oh, okay, that makes sense. To, the, to change the image of the school, the, the our brochures had, you know, all of a sudden were transformed. They had different covers. They had people of color all over the, you know, the covers, the posters. Um, and we began to develop product, you know, because that's what we needed. There has to be something of interest for those Latinos that were coming for the Latin Music Festival and translate to the rest of the programming. So by 1996, uh, Michael Miles, uh, you know, told me, why don't you start uh, like a music series? We don't have any classes in the concert hall on Wednesdays. There's kind of like a gap. Maybe you could create a program called Miércoles Musicales. And I said, okay, that's, that's all right. But I thought La, La Peña would have a deeper, uh, more, more tracking with the people who are following folk music in, in the Latino communities. Because it already has like, a, like an understanding a Peña is uh, kind of a music sharing, uh, informal music sharing gathering, uh, open mic sometimes or a feature artist, but it's always very uh, uh, warm and close. You know, it's not a, a big, huge concert. It's just a group of aficionados getting together and sharing music. Hermano mío, como has estado? Me agrada escribirte dos veces por año Déjame contarte que ayer ha llegado Otra caravana de apoyo humanitario La emoción fue grande, no por las bicicletas Tanto los colchones o los ordenadores Más que medicinas, el remedio es otro Y aunque pase el tiempo, no nos dejan solo The first Peña was held in here, right? In this building, 99? Yes, yes. That's longtime Old Town School sound engineer Luis Yang from a conversation between Luis and Juan at the old Armitage building in June of 2019. 
Do you remember when when was that? Yeah, I mean, we have. Uh, I think we have footage of that that night. From you know, as being being trained as an ethnomusicologist, I was very uh, documentation was like second nature to me. I would I would say you know as soon as we were starting this, I, I knew we had to have some kind of recording device going mm -hmm. to preserve these presentations. So who, you came up with the name La Peña then? Yes. And what? Where did you come up with a name from? It's just something. Oh, because I knew what a peña is. Oh, okay. You know, so it was, uh, you know, uh, peñas. Uh, there was a, a peña that Nelson Sosa started. I mm -hmm. think he was the the pioneer of peñas in in Chicago, in different restaurant and okay. fiesta mexicana. Or he'd have a peña, and then Yandu, uh, a um, what is it? Uruguayan restaurant, the empanadas Argentina. place, Argentinian. Yeah opened on, uh, is on Fullerton? Yes. Uh, and uh, they began to have peñas. Mm -hmm. So uh, we, we named ours La Peña, mm -hmm. because like the peña, this is the, the one. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was a little presumptuous, you know, but, uh, but uh, we added the La, la before it. One of the traditions that we started was to pass the hat. We had a small budget and we felt we didn't want to charge admission, but we wanted people to know there was a cost involved. So I always would do a little spiel about uh, the importance of, of contributing. And we passed an actual hat, you know, and we didn't collect the money at the door. We just hand, handed a hat down and it would go down the aisles and then it would come back to me. And I always felt it was important to to even if these artists were, it was a very informal situation, to that they should be presented as like world-class stars. Uh, we would get the best production that we could uh, muster on that stage. Uh, so we would bend over backwards to meet all their, their stage plot needs, uh, give them monitors, uh, film them, give them copies of their material. Uh, give them a presence on the on the web, which was a new the the World Wide Web was not as uh, was a, in infancy, and the Old Town School had a website. So one of the perks is that you could uh, get posted on the web, and people could could find you. That you should they Googled you, you know you probably come up at, at your gig at the Old Town School. Uh, a lot of artists didn't have bios or or photos, and then I had to do some field work and go take pictures of them, uh, write up their bios, and then, and then they would have, you know, for subsequent shows or wherever they went, they would have a kit with 
a recording of bio uh, photos, you know, and I, as a, as a service to the music community in Chicago, we give back uh, materials that they could use later. Oh, of course, the emphasis on local artists also, that was important, you know, that many uh, artists uh, were working within their own community. So the Peruvians were playing for Peruvians and the Guatemalans were playing for Guatemalans and etc. So we were trying to bring people out to be seen by like a bigger audience. One of the problems too was there was no budget for it. It was tiny uh, uh, budget that we got to produce this. So we started with a faculty that we had at the time we had a flamenco class, uh, we had a flamenco guitar, we had a, uh, I think we had started a Wiggle Worms in Spanish. Um, or oh, we had uh, Roberto Arce, a Peruvian guitarist, uh, who was teaching just guitar in Spanish. Cuando yo presentaba la peña, yo, este, una cosa que sorprendió al comienzo era porque yo no solamente cantábamos, sino también yo decía, hablaba, decía chistes. La gente se gozaba con eso, eso era algo que llamaba la atención. En todas las peñas yo siempre decía un chiste, decía algo para que la gente se riera, para que se relajara, para que para el próximo número. That's the voice of Roberto Arce. One of the numbers he performed on the Old Town School stage was a Peruvian song called Las Penas Matan. Peña ayudó mucho uh, para mis clases porque este, cuando yo terminaba de una peña a la siguiente sección ya yo tenía más alumnos. También basado en la peña hubieron personas que me invitaron para este, festivales. Yo fui a muchos festivales allá en in Chicago, también nos llamaron in Indiana, y todo era relacionado ahí con la peña. La peña ayudó mucho. También tuvimos eh, eh, el Old Town abrió un programa que se llamaba Outreach Program, y con ese íbamos a las escuelas, a las escuelas públicas, y también católicas, porque también fui en la, en la 26, por ahí hay una escuela católica que yo iba. Dicen que las penas matan ay, ay, ay. Uh, so that, those are the people we started with. And then I was starting a group, uh, Sones de Mexico, and some was a, my extracurricular activity. Uh, and I brought them in. Uh, some people early on, uh, Nelson Sosa, I think, was around. And so that, that's the evolution of La Peña. It was a strategy. It was a strategy to bring people through the door and let them experience the Old Town School. Uh, and then we added some, some, you know, we wanted the people to feel comfortable, to feel welcome. Mm -hmm. So the idea of maybe bringing some empanadas, you know, mm -hmm. to some food. 
And it was a hassle. I mean, we had to go get them, drive them in here while, while the artists were sound checking because they had to be warm. Or we had to, some people would deliver, but some people didn't. You know, so it was. But I think some people came because they could eat the empanadas. You know, and then yeah, the music, right? La próxima vez Juan Díaz leaves the Old Town School and World Music Wednesday is born. The Archives Podcast is a production of the Resource Center at the Old Town School of Folk Music. This episode was produced and edited by me, your host, Marie Valindo. See the episode notes to learn more about the interviews and music you just heard. Listen to the archives on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at Archives Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook at Old Town School Archives. If you like what you've heard, give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Gracias por escuchar. Mi nena tiene otro dueño otra vez. Mi nena tiene otro dueño. Cometelo todo. No me dejes nada. Tan solo un pedacito samba así a la madrugada. Cometelo todo. No me dejes nada. Tan solo un pedacito samba así.